So another fun fact about strength training, we might as well throw that in, is it actually burns more calories than the cardio workouts you're doing. You just don't see the results instantly on your watch. Mm -hmm. It's a gradual burn. So whatever, if you did a strength training session that morning, your calorie burn, your metabolism will be up for the entire day. Whereas that cardio workout, the minute you step off whatever you're doing or stop that cardio class, your burn's done. Welcome to the Messy Mom Podcast by Fit Mama and 30. I'm Bailey. And I'm Carrie. And the Messy Mom Podcast is all about ditching the idea of perfection during motherhood and embracing the messy, ranging from topics about pre and postnatal health and wellness, infertility, mom guilt, and of course, the craziness that comes with raising a family. So if you would like to live on this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review as this helps other mamas learn to embrace the messy with us. So get ready for 30 minutes of real, raw, and messy content. Let's get started. Hey, hey, mamas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode. You're getting Carrie and Bailey today. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. I think you did that last time. Can make it. Yep, that's a good song. That's it. That is a good one. So today we just wanted to, um, you know, sometimes we bring on guests, sometimes we like to bring on a topic. And tonight, Bailey and I both really were, you know, you know how we all feel about strength training. If you don't, you're about to find out tonight. <laughs> For those of you who listen through the podcast and do not know, we are the co-founders of an online fitness program for women, and it's heavily focused on strength training. You need cardio in your life. We're not telling you you don't need cardio, but if there's one thing that Bailey and I do the majority of the time, and just one thing we have learned through all of our years of education in this industry, it's how important it is to strength train. Mm -hmm. And that's just not, that's both from obviously our studying and our certifications, but it's also through personal experience. You know, Bailey and I both have, uh, Bailey has a son, almost two. I know, in like Are a you week. Kidding me. <laughs> it's nuts. So she's been through a pregnancy, a postpartum period. I have two. So we both are very familiar with how your bodies change and how much strength it really takes to not only carry your child throughout pregnancy, to, you know, rehab, recover in that postpartum period, and then rebuild, rebuild and hopefully regain to wherever you want to be. So tonight's topic, you know, we say strength training. And everyone thinks, okay, strength training is weights, and you are correct. However, what we thought was interesting that we don't think a lot of people know is that there are different forms of strength training, and you really need them all in your routine for various reasons, for results, which we all like to see, but for we've got there's just so many reasons. So uh, we just thought we would give you a quick overview of what those certain types are and how you can incorporate them into your workout program if you are not already. Sound fun? Yes, it does. Yeah, Let's right? get into it. <laughs> I mean, some topics you just need to hear. I'm going to tell you yeah. right now. But it's good stuff. So it is good. first one we're going to talk about is muscle power. So this is going to be, you could, when you think of power, everyone thinks of it, it's explosive movements. So a lot of this, for those of you who are familiar with, hit, with uh, workouts and resistance training, I would say HIT training for 
most females, you know, 25 to 45, we would think of HIIT training. You know, if you are not like a performance-based athlete, that's a whole different type of power moves. Mm-hmm. But for, you know, us women, that's a lot of those moves you incorporate in HIIT. So power, think of explosive. So that would be like skaters or any types of jumps or, you know, box jumps, burpees. Like plyometric movements. Yeah, any kind of plyometric moves. And if you're familiar with our program, we do that mostly on HIIT days. You'll hear me say this in workouts. I am not a big fan of doing HIIT workouts. I don't like to incorporate those power moves when you're doing a heavy strength day. Those are two very different goals, and it's a great way to get hurt. So if, you'll, mm-hmm. if you've ever followed our program, you'll notice those power days are usually – well, you might use weights, but they're way lighter. They're on the light side, or we're doing body weight power moves. So mm-hmm. muscle power is the first one. It is really important. So if you're not doing them, if you, are, if you are strength training four to five times a week and not one of those days is focused on power, we're going to challenge you tonight to incorporate that in because it is really, really important. For sure. And I think some people might be thinking, well, you mentioned like jumping, like I have horrible joints, I have bad knees, hello me. The thing about power moves is they still can be modified. It doesn't have to be this like, you know, pushing yourself to a limit that you're unable to do. Like I have to modify, you know, certain types of jump squats and certain types of, you know, like jump lunges. Like I cannot do that. So I just, you know, will do one side or I'll just go at my own pace to keep the range of motion smaller. So even though we're mentioning like explosive, you know, jumping, things like that, they still can be modified as well. Good point. I think what, and that's what a good thing to say is power doesn't have to mean impact. Mm -hmm. And that's a great way to, that's, I'm glad you said that. So yeah, if you are, I mean, a lot of us are getting to ages where sometimes impact just that, that hard impact doesn't feel good, but there's still ways to do like, like the lunges, like you'd even come up to your toes, like thinking of power, like quick power movements, they don't always have to be high impact. So yes, there are totally ways to incorporate them that don't cause you pain. Yes. And that's one thing, you know, we do in all of our programs is mention, you know, hey, there's a modification for this and show you exactly how you can modify that. And, you know, maybe not even one way, but there might even be two ways that you can modify. There's always a way that you can modify a specific move, which is, I, I think is important. And I used to be, I think, probably my own ego, honestly. I used to be like, well, I don't want to modify. And since especially becoming a mom and just having like a different, you know, outlook on exercise, I'm like, you know what? I, I have to modify. Like, I don't want to hurt myself. Like, that's going to make things so much worse. So modifications don't mean that you're weak. It just is a smarter way of working out so that you get stronger faster. Very good point. All right. Next one is muscle strength. Hello. <laughs> heavier lifting, heavier weights with less repetitions. Um, You will see this a lot, actually, in pr- every single one of our programs, which we're going to go into a little bit more detail, especially in like the strength stage, again, as the name implies, in both our prenatal postpartum and then a lot in FM32 where we're just slowing it down. We're focused more on your range of motion and lifting a heavier weight that is going to be challenging for you, but something that you can still maintain that good form. Because if you're not maintaining good form, then you're not getting the benefit of the heavier weight. Carrie, asking you a question, if someone, let's say, is listening and they have never lifted weights before, how 
and we're talking about muscle strength, heavier lifting, how would you tell someone to gauge their weights? Good question. As far as like where they should start. I think you would be a good person to ask. Yeah. So for strength, if you're focused on strength, we're going to talk about endurance later. So strength, your whole purpose is, I I, I hesitate to even say this because I know this doesn't, women don't like this terminology, but strength is you are achieving maximum strength and size. So that does not mean, while I say that, that does not mean heavier weights are going to give you big muscles. You've got to do, there's so much that you have to do to get bodybuilder big muscles. But for someone who's looking, you want muscle, you want that strength. And when you're focused on strength, what I would do is say, pick a weight where you can complete about eight reps. Mm -hmm. 10 is your absolute max. I would say eight to 10 reps. If you can, you want a weight that you're lifting eight to 10 times and on that eighth or 10th rep, eight, nine, or 10, one of those, you are struggling with good form. Let's add that. It's Mm got to be with good form. Like you don't want to be whipping your weights around and using momentum. It's got to be a weight where you are in very good form and you can lift it and you're on eight or 10, you're exhausted. But you don't feel like you could do another one in good form, right? After like your last two or three. Yeah. See, on your last two or three, if if you're focused on strength, that that's like your strength-based workout, if you could, be, if you get to eight and you're like, I could do seven more, you are way too late or mm-hmm. way too, way too light, not late, <laughs> way too light. And you'll see it's, it's one of those things. If you're not, it's like everything else. If you've never been weightlifting your life, you have to play around with it. It's a mm-hmm. guessing game, like trial and error. And a lot of women, you know, a lot of like Bailey and we train people and all the time and they'll pick up like, you know, these five pound weights. I'm like, listen here, sister, I know that your child weighs 15 pounds and you're carrying them around every day. So mm-hmm. I guarantee you what you think you you're like, oh, those are heavy weights. They're not when you think of it. And that's another, again, when we talk about strength, that's why it's important where to not just keep with these, you know, don't always go for the 15, you know, 12 to 15 reps lifting light weights because that's not your everyday life. It's great mm-hmm. and you need it in your program, but if you're lifting your children and you're, you know, have, have these active lives, we lift heavier than we think we do. Mm-hmm. And that's why muscle strength training is so important because yeah, you're doing it to get a good workout and you might have specific goals, but at the end of the day as a mom, like especially with younger kids, I mean, and even older kids, like it's very physical, picking them up, getting them out of the bathtub, putting them in their crib or, you know, just any time that you're picking them up or doing anything, it requires muscle strength. And if you're, you know, lifting weights with five pounds all the time. Well, if you can see that your, you know, your baby was probably, maybe it was five pounds at, right at birth, like a very preemie baby, but they don't stay that size. So just not only is it helpful from like, yeah, working out standpoint and activity level standpoint and a lot of physical, you know, improvements, but just from activities of daily living. Yeah. Especially like think about how many times if you, if we've all you know, if you've been listening and you have a baby, or even if you're, I've, I've got babies who are six and eight now, and I can still remember, I mean, even today, my six-year-old still jumps on me and like, think about that muscular strength. If he comes at me, cause like he likes to do, he's a boy, he's rough. Like the strength it takes for me to grab my 50 pound son and embrace myself and do it in good form. That's, or that's what we're talking. We're talking, mm-hmm. we're talking building that muscle strength. 
And the more that you practice it, right, in your workouts, the better your form's going to be in those like spontaneous movements when like Carter does jump on you. You know, you're yeah. just more prepared for it because you've done it and kind of mimicked that same, you know, type of movement. Yeah, my workout. muscles are strong enough to like to hold it versus, mm -hmm. you know, it's really easy to get hurt. Even lifting like your baby in and out of the bathtub. If you think about how much that's still that's a it can be one, so straining. <laughs> that's like a, you know, think about like everyone know everyone know I'm not saying go train your one rep max. Don't go do that, but like think about that, you know, when you do those heavier set those heavier weights and fewer sets, that is like training your, you know, 30-pound child out of the bathtub or out of the crib. That's what you're training for and those tiny little, you know, little movements with 15 reps, they're not going to get you there. Mm -hmm. And I can't be the only one who, when they get groceries only, you know, oh. you know, takes like as many bags as possible <laughs> to get into the kitchen. So it's not even just lifting your kids. If you're listening to this and you don't have kids and you want, you know, you know, you're thinking about it in the future, maybe you're not getting groceries, lifting oh. boxes, furniture. I mean, seriously, everything. I love that you said the grocery because I, my husband gives me so much crap for that. And I'm like, listen, my number one goal in life is to see if I can get all 12 bags on both arms in the house and shut the shut the little I tailgate. know, right? It's like, it I don't is. know. It's like a mental game I have with myself. I don't know. It's mainly, mainly just, I guess, because I don't want to walk back and forth like so many different times. But I know I'm not know. the only one that does that. I know. Does it make you lazy or does it make you awesome? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know because I think, honestly, it's probably laziness of me not wanting to go back and forth. But I don't know. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh my gosh. Okay, good. Okay, so muscle, that was muscle strength. So third one, this one is hard to pronounce. And I like, you can't, it's like a tongue twister. So let's see if I can actually say it. Muscle hypertrophy. There we go. That was good. I'm not saying it again because I'll screw it up. Yeah, that was that was good. So this this whole category, this this isn't really I, I put it, I want to talk about it because it is a category that's really beneficial. It's kind of a hodgepodge. This is what we are, this is what we're usually talking about when we're trying to, when weight loss is the goal, or you're trying to achieve like an overall toned, like muscular balanced look. This is also the training that I would say you use the, the most to counteract like that age-related muscle loss. The one caveat to this one, so you can do this in lots of ways. So they kind of intertwine everything we're talking about tonight. But this is where we are going to talk about nutrition just for a minute, because part of strength training is actually getting enough protein in your life. Mm -hmm. You know, Bailey and I love to talk about our protein. Mm -hmm. So part, we, we can't do an entire podcast episode on strength training and muscles and not mention protein. So Bailey and I are both fans of pretty high protein diets. So I do want to just, before we move on to the next category, say that part of this, training your muscles, so training, we've talked to the strength, and we're going to talk through endurance next, but part of a good overall just strength training program is getting lean protein every single time you eat. Mm -hmm. And that's really important. And that's, that's, that's majority of people's goal, like strength, you know, the power, the overall strength, those are great things, but just longevity, that should be everyone's goal. And that's what you can accomplish by making sure you're incorporating strength training multiple times through your week and getting in your high quality protein. And even if you like, let's say you had some weeks or months or just a part of your life where you weren't strength training, but you were still getting you know, a solid amount of protein in your diet, that's going to help you maintain 
the muscle mass that you do have so much more than not consuming the protein. So especially as we age, which we'll talk a little bit more here in a minute, super important that we're getting in enough protein so that if there is a point in time, you know, where you can't exercise due to injury or whatnot, that you can try to maintain as much muscle mass as possible by consuming the adequate amount of protein. For sure. Good point. And it's much more, it's much higher than the recommended, the RDI. So you always see 0.8 to, you know, one grams per kilogram. That's like very, very low. It is. <laughs> That's like to keep you from not getting sick, basically. And, and of course, you'd have to talk with, you know, your doctor or your registered dietitian about what your specific needs would be. But Carrie and I both would probably recommend and say that it would be much higher than that. Yeah. I think they actually, I was just listening to a podcast from a registered dietitian the other day. It's basically saying that they've done the last few years of studies they've done show that the recommended intake of protein doesn't benefit anyone. Mm -hmm. Like that is so interesting. So change it. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. I think there, I think we're going to be seeing a lot Mm -hmm. come out in the next few years because it is starting to become, you know, a, a hotter topic, which is great. So I think there's going to be more, and there's been research on this for years. It's just getting it out there. Absolutely. And educating people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. And our final one, number four, is muscular endurance. So this is where we're talking about more repetitions, lighter weights, kind of time under tension. So you're going to see this in pretty much every program that we do, but especially in our FM30 program, like when we're doing bar workouts, you can hold a lighter weight, obviously, for a longer period of time so you can get more reps in with that. And it's just working on, you know, building that endurance within your muscles so that you can do, you know, not only your workouts, but again, activities of daily living. It's really good for, you know, tightening, toning your muscles and just building that overall flexibility and just a different approach when it comes to strength training. Yeah. And that's what, um, if you're, if everyone's, anyone's familiar with like fast twitch and slow twitch muscle fibers, Mm-hmm. Fast twitch are those powers. So that was what we talked about. Like the fast twitch are the ones that they give you the explosion, explosive movement. Slow twitch, slow twitch are what you train. Times fast. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that's what we're training when we do these. Like Bailey was saying, those lighter, lighter weights, more reps. And to go along with Bailey's question earlier, how do you know? Like that when you want to do you are aiming for like a lot of those bar workouts you're doing more than 15 reps it's good for you oh. yeah it's amazing like what 2 3 pounds will feel oh. like even no weights I, when you're doing it I know. in that way and that's great cuz it's recruiting all those small twitching like muscle fibers that keep you doing things you know activities that take obviously the endurance the longer ones so mm-hmm. that's what we always say that's why you really need them both and that's why all of our programs we're adamant about making sure every and this isn't just like making sure you're hitting them one month and then hitting them the next you're making sure that you're hitting them weekly every mm-hmm. week you are hitting these four categories of muscle training mm-hmm. just to get you the optimal results we know you're all busy we're all busy and we want something that works but you know so if you can, if you can incorporate them every week, that's where that's ideal. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Are you currently pregnant, postpartum, or beyond? Lucky for you, Fit Mom and Thirty has an exercise and nutrition program for every stage of motherhood. And the best part? 
The workouts are 30 minutes or less. We know there are about a million online fitness options at your fingertips, but our science-backed and doctor-approved fitness and nutrition programs are designed to support you wherever you're at. From safe and effective pre- and postnatal workouts to our 30-minute strength and cardio conditioning classes, there's truly something for everyone. Did we also mention that we have seasonal recipe guides to nourish not only you, but your entire family? Because let's face it, ain't no one going to be making multiple meals in my house. We know finding the time to exercise and eat well can be challenging once you become a mom. And that's exactly why we started Fit Mom in 30. We want you to find your groove again with fitness and nutrition, which is why you can try any of our Fit Mom in 30 programs completely free for seven days. And if you decide you want to stick with us after the seven days, you can get $10 off your membership. All you have to do is enter the code podcast at checkout. And, you know, we mentioned time under tension. I don't know if you guys have heard about this or talked about this, but basically you're lengthening each phase of the movement to make your sets longer. And when you have lighter weights, it can be longer, or even like we, I talked about body weights. And the idea is that it forces your muscles to work harder, which then optimizes that strength, endurance, and overall muscle growth. So it really is important that we're training our muscles in different ways just like we do anything in life, right? Like cross training is important so that you're not doing the same thing over and over again, because if you are, you do have specific goals, you are going to want to switch that up, which is why we're talking about all these different types of trainings. And that's why, yes, like, could you, you know, can you train at home with just three and five pound weights? You can. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do it effectively, it's not ideal. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can, like, you can always increase your reps, you can increase time under tension, but you really also need that power. You do need Mm -hmm. that muscular strength that we're working for. You need a little, you need a balance. So in an ideal world, if you're looking for overall health, longevity of your muscles, you really need both both trainings. And the only way you can do that is with lighter weights and, and increasing your weight with good form gradually so that you are able to lift heavier items. Yeah. And I think one thing, if you're kind of stuck on doing lighter weights, you know, one, two, three, five pounds, like you just mentioned, it's not bad by any means, but you probably are stronger than you think you are. You know, your leg muscles, your chest muscles, they can take on heavier amounts of weight when they're done in proper form and when they're done the correct way. So proper form, correct way, slow movements, you know, kind of that power that we were talking about, they can actually take on more. So I think, you know, obviously it needs to be progressive, but I think a good starting point is to just get a heavier weight than what you normally would test out a few reps, try it out. And you might surprise yourself with what you can actually, actually do. Because I think a lot of women are like, Oh, I'm, frail. Like I don't feel like I could lift a 10 pound weight. It's like, no, you, you actually can. Cause you're, how much are your kids? Right. <laughs> I know that you lift them every day because you have to. Yeah. Cause you have to. And I think a lot of it is mindset, honestly, is just getting over the fact of I actually am stronger than I think I am. And like building that confidence. Now, of course, if you're coming back from injuries or different things like that, that's totally different. You know, hopefully you're in physical therapy at that point and you're working and, you know, you have a specific plan. But if you're not and you're still doing, you know, really light weights, it's kind of like, well, why not? Why not try it? Try Mm -hmm. it. And then you might be really surprised with, you'll feel really, really like a badass. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Lifting lifting heavy weights always makes me feel 
like, yeah, I'm proud of myself. Give myself a pat on the back. (laughs) I totally agree. I know. And that's, it's one of those things that you have to get used to, especially as, and I'm guilty. I will say I was guilty of this. As females, we love to see, you know, these tracking watches. We love to see like people reach out to us and be like, you know, what should I be burning in this calorie? You know, because you're doing these 45 minute, 30 or 45 minute cardio workouts and burning like four or 500 calories and everyone's excited about it. And then you go do a strength session that's 30 to 40 minutes and you might only burn 200 calories. And then then you're starting to rebalance your workouts based on what your watch is telling your calorie burn is. Mm -hmm. So another fun fact about strength training, we might as well throw that in, is Mm -hmm. it actually burns more calories than the cardio workouts you're doing. You just don't see the results instantly on your watch. Mm -hmm. It's a gradual burn. So whatever, if you did a strength training session that morning, your calorie burn, your metabolism will be up for the entire day. Whereas that cardio workout, the minute you step off whatever you're doing or stop that cardio class, your burn's done. Whatever your watch said, which is not even 100% accurate, whatever your watch has said, it's over. Whereas if you get strength training in your life, you will naturally burn more calories the day you do those. So it's, I know it's a mind game and it's definitely getting out of a habit that we, especially females, are really guilty of over the past years because we've all been in that, you know, get that burn, get on the elliptical, get the, you know, become the cardio queen versus really hone into what we, what we really need. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, good. I think that's like one other thing we just want to talk about is, you know, so now you're probably all thinking, great info. What do I <laughs> what do I do with that? Thank you, ladies. What do I do with that? So it's great. I mean, like we mentioned, so just from a programming standpoint, we kind of want to walk you through what we do in our core and all of our courses, just so you can kind of see how it all flows together. And then we can kind of give you some overall advice if this is not, you know, if our program's not what you do, it's not like we, <laughs> we want to be like, sorry. We want to talk you through what that would look like in whatever workouts you're doing. Mm-hmm. But just to kind of give you an idea of how adamant Bailey and I are on a progressive strength model in everything. So we have a prenatal course, we have a postpartum course, and then we have a course we call FM30, which is 30-minute strength training workouts, HIIT workouts for pretty much women who are a year postpartum, even if you've never been pregnant. It's strength training for women. Let's call that program what that is. But I'll start with prenatal, babe, and then you can maybe take it into postpartum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if, if you are pregnant out there, just so you know, you should be strength training mm-hmm. from day one until day zero. Yeah. <laughs> when it's time to go in to have this baby, you should be strength training. Now, how If you're you not high that? risk, of course. Always have to throw that in. <laughs> Unless your doctor has told you not to work out, she, they always win. Mm-hmm. He or she always wins. Yes. But for prenatal, so what we do is we have three stages of a program. We call the first one foundation. And this is for anyone. So if you're a well-trained athlete, if you are someone who has never strength trained in your life, you can all start at the same program, the same level, which is called the foundation stage. And that's where we build good mechanics. We start with how's your form? Because as especially when you're pregnant, this changes. And even if you have been strength training and you don't know if it's good form, Making sure your form is on par while you're pregnant is key. Mm-hmm. It's just key because your your body is constantly changing. Your ligaments get loose. There's so many things that happen that if you don't have good form, you can get injured. I mean, that is that is one thing about strength training is focusing on form is the top of top priority. Mm-hmm. So we start everyone in the foundation stage, but this is great because if you've never lifted weights in your life, you start with body weight. If you've been lifting your whole life, you can, if your form is good, you can increase your weights or keep them however you started. Just like the stage says, it's foundation. It's setting up a good foundation to build on. 
Then we move everyone into the strict stage. I do want to point out for prenatal, this is not by trimester. These kind of flow minus the last one, but they kind of flow. So you could be in the foundation stage for months. You could be in it for weeks. It's just varying depending on the person. But the next stage is strength. And just like it says, the whole point is to gain strength. It is 100% false that you cannot gain strength while you're pregnant. You absolutely should. What Bailey and I always say is like, your weight is going to increase and that you should. It's going to increase. Mm -hmm. It's meant to. It's meant to. (laughs) Yeah. So as your weight increases, you don't want your strength to decrease. That is a bad, bad little graph there. If you can envision it, it's not, you can't see my hands right now. But it's not what you want. So the whole point of that phase is to increase your strength and you can absolutely do it, unless you're high risk, safely and effectively if you do it in the right in a right progression model in good form. So mm-hmm. that's what we do. We help women strength train and that includes, it does include strength. We include power in there too. We're kind of hitting everything in that phase. Mm-hmm. And then the final stage of the prenatal is we call birth prep and that's what we're doing. We are preparing your body. I mean, throughout the whole course, you're preparing your body for pre- for delivery. But birth prep, uh, we kind of combine several things. So we're still focused on strength. We do increase the reps in the strength stage. So we're more we're more focused on endurance because hello labor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's certainly not a power event. That is a <laughs> long as <laughs> a long haul event. So you do your body, your muscle fibers, everything needs the endurance to get you through it. So that's what we're training for. So if you can see what we put into these programs and how we design how the how the each stage flows, it's based on what we just talked about tonight. Mm-hmm. The different models of strength training and how they can kind of work to your benefit as you incorporate them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and everything is very specific. I think that's really important, especially when you're training during pregnancy, because like you mentioned, you want it to be safe, but you want it to be effective to help you have the you know best birth possible. And I think sometimes we were talking about this before we started, you know, people think that we just get on Instagram and record reels and like, you know, that's all fit mama and 30 is. And, and it's really not, we really put a lot of time and energy into making sure that the workouts we provide for our mamas are very intentional and strategic to help you meet whatever goal you're trying to have. In this case, you know, it's to keep you strong during your pregnancy and then also to prepare you for labor and delivery. And that's something that we really, you know, put into each and every one of our programs. So moving on to the postpartum program, it's very similar setup as the prenatal. So after you have a baby, you know, things shift, things move, things change. So we want to go back to those basics of the foundation stage and just talk about that deep core breathing, neutral alignment, all the things. And like Carrie mentioned, you might be in the foundation stage for a really short period of time, or you might be in it for a longer period of time. Depends on a lot of things. How was your birth? When were you cleared to exercise by your physician? so many different things. So it really does depend. That's why we don't do it on like a trimester or even a you know fourth trimester basis because everyone's experiences are so different. Also, you know, in this phase of, you know, prior to foundations, you can do a core recovery too, which is you can actually do even before you're cleared to exercise. So it's just kind of reconnecting those deep core and pelvic floor muscles. And then you would really move into the foundation, so I should say that. So after foundation, guessed it, move into the strength chain and strength stage. 
And there we are doing all the same things that we did in the prenatal. It's just focusing on building back strength after birth, you know, increasing repetitions, increasing heavier weights. And again, the amount of time that you are in this stage depends. Lastly, after, you know, that strength stage, that's when you can move into what we call our FM30 program. So I don't know if you want to discuss that, Carrie. Yeah. So that's FM30 is where we started. And that is, Mm -hmm. that's a program when Bailey and I started figuring out like, what do we want to create? Like, what is, what is, what is the world missing, honestly? Mm -hmm. And I don't, newsflash, there's a million online workouts out there. And we know that. (laughs) Yeah. So it wasn't like we woke up one day and like, the world needs more online workouts. We woke up and said, the world needs more progression training models that actually Mm -hmm. have a rhyme or reason and have it make, keep it easy. Because, you know, while Bailey and I love this and we study and do this for a living, we know you all don't. Mm -hmm. And I think one of my biggest, even when not like, you know, when, when you're not in the mood, the last thing you want to do is think about like, all right, what did I train and how did I train? And did I do this muscle group? It's a lot to think about. Like that's it's actually not an easy thing to just figure out are you training evenly and how you disperse your program. So what Bailey and I did is come up with we know we're all busy and you can get a lot done in 30 minutes. A 30-minute strength training session is all you need if you're doing it effectively. Mm-hmm. So in that program, we actually every single month we update. So we upload new workouts every month and every month that's a new calendar. And every week you have a schedule. So it shows like are we doing upper body? Are we doing lower body? Are we doing a HIIT workout? And while you just see the titles of videos, behind the scenes, Bailey and I are actually going through those videos and thinking, what was this? Was this more of a power workout? Was this endurance? Did we hit our fast twitch? Did we hit slow twitch? Did we get upper body? Did we make sure we were overall balanced for the week? Which is a very important concept. So there's a lot of, like Bailey said, there's a lot of hard work that goes into, it's not just like, show up, record a video, and there's a great workout for someone new Mm -hmm. to try. It goes into a calendar and it goes into a master plan. Now we throw options in there because, you know, people travel and it's like, well, I can't follow that program. We absolutely put things out of convenience. But for the majority of our women who have been following our program for a long time, you'll notice that there is a rhythm to our calendars. And we are each week going in there and updating it to make sure that you all are getting exactly what you need. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And we talk about this a lot. You know, some movement is always going to be better than no movement at all. I mean, of course, we all have those days where we're like, I'm not working out today. I'm not doing anything. And those days are important. You know, those rest days are important. But with that being said, it is so, if you have specific goals that you're wanting to meet, it's so important that you're doing workouts that are designed specifically for those goals. And that's why I'm really passionate about, obviously, our program. <laughs> we put, a lot of time and energy into it, but any program truly that is just very specific. It's not just showing up and hitting play and, you know, doing the workout. If, if you have a specific goal, you should be following programs that are going to help you meet those goals that there is a behind the scene, you know, okay. Structure and organization, because it's harder to get to those goals when it's not specific. Every time. Mm -hmm. And it's, I think one of the things I say is, if you're putting in effort, you might as well be doing something that's efficient. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're going to do something for even 20 minutes, 10 or 20 minutes a day, I would rather be doing something I know that at least I'm getting a balance, even if it's 10 minutes. At mm-hmm. least I know that every day I'm getting a little bit of something that I actually need versus just, you know, doing it mm-hmm. because. Exactly. And we always tie it back to, you know, when you're running a marathon, it's very strategic, right? The 
training, you run, you know, shorter days, you run longer days, you run shorter days, you know, it's all different. I mean, I, I just said that I have no idea what really training for a marathon is like. <laughs> Neither one of us will ever be training <laughs> for a marathon. My husband does, my husband does. And I know it's very specific on certain days he was running certain miles and then, you know, a little bit, then he was resting for a certain period. So it's very specific. That's my point is that training for a marathon is very specific. So, you know, birth, very specific. I mean, obviously you only have a little bit of control. Yeah. And that, but still the baby's coming out one way or the other. And even if you have a C-section, it's still a lot of recovery process. So, you know, it's specific with birth, with postpartum period. It's you're trying to build back that strength again. You're trying to heal your core, your pelvic floor, very specific. If you're trying to build muscle, you know, there's certain ways that you can go about doing that. And having a program that's built for that is going to just save you so much time and energy. That's so true. And just doing whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Just to do, just to move. Yeah. Which I'm like, we, you know, there's some days where I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like lifting weights. I'm just going to go for a walk or walk. I'm gonna, Oh, absolutely. And that's totally fine. And it's not like you have to be perfect every single day. I mean, life is life and we all, you know, feel different some days, especially when you're pregnant and when you're in that newly postpartum stage, you're like, I just don't feel like doing anything. And that's okay. It's just trying to get back into a routine. And, and trying to be as consistent as you possibly can, but that's going to happen too. Agree. And, you know, luckily for most of us, we're not Olympic athletes here training for a deadline of the Olympics. <laughs> like we're yeah. just trying to live our healthiest life. So yes, if you have an off week, good news. It's not a big deal as long as you just keep going because exactly. we don't have a Olympic deadline. We just have, we're just trying to be our best, our healthiest for longevity. So that just mm-hmm. means consistency, whatever that looks like for you. So, you know, consistency for Bailey and I might be four to five times a week. Consistency for you could be three Mm -hmm. or it could, I mean, as long as you find these patterns and take these small steps, that's what really matters. Mm -hmm. And start small. Oh yeah. You know, make it, we talk about progressive strength training goals should be progressive too. You know, starting, maybe it's time, maybe it's okay. Instead of 10 to 20, I'm going to up it to 30. Maybe it's okay. Instead of five pounds, I'm going to do eight pounds. You know, just small little progressive goals will make a big difference. And then it makes you feel good when you say, Oh my gosh, I, you know, worked my way up to 10 pounds and I like got through the whole workout. You're like, wow, I really am building endurance and strength. And how cool is that? Absolutely. Makes you feel good. It does. And like, just for you, just a good point to add on to that is track. It's great to track your progress. And I'm not just talking about measurements and weights and pictures on that, like your aesthetics. Go track how much. Like, did you, you know, if you did three sets of 15 with 10 pound weights and two weeks later it's now 15, like, that's a big, you don't understand what a big accomplishment that is. We don't like to give ourselves a credit for lifting heavier, doing more reps, but those are important things to track. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be proud of yourself. Heck yeah. You know, we're moms and we don't have a lot of time (laughs) to, to work out and to give all the time. So when you do have that time to yourself and you do see, you know, those improvements. It's a big deal. I agree. Yeah. Well, this was fun. I know we gave you a lot of information. Um, Hopefully you felt like you learned something in this podcast and now you know how to implement it or get started. And again, if you ever have questions, reach out to us. Coaches at fitmamaand30.com is our email. We're always available. Also through Instagram, you can DM us. Sometimes it gets hidden and those like hidden messages. I hate that. I I hate that they do that. There's so many times I've missed some messages. Um, So maybe just give us a little bit of grace. We don't get back to you right away, Uh, but you can reach us there. 
And yeah, we are here for you. You know, we didn't really go into a lot of nutrition today within this podcast, but know that every one of our programs also has a nutrition guide with it. So prenatal, postpartum, as well as FM30, we have lots of nutritional information. That could be another podcast, probably will be (laughs) another time. But we've, like we said, we really hope you learned something and we are excited for you to get started. Again, we just started the July 28 day challenge. You guys love, love, loved the core recovery program. I don't think I've ever seen so much hype. It was great. <laughs> in our, in our, yeah, it was awesome in our community before. And that was really exciting. We loved it. So we decided kind of last minute, full transparency. We we're like, you know what? They loved that challenge. Let's do something different. So we started that $10 July challenge where we're basically just doing if whatever program you're in, but specifically FM30 following that calendar for the month of July. And you'll probably, we'll probably be doing some more of those in the future just because people really seem to enjoy it. So be, be on the lookout. Absolutely. It's, yeah, it's, it's the consistency. If you have something to just push you to try to be consistent, it's crazy what even 28 days can do. Mm-hmm. For sure. And we all, we all need that motivation sometime. And we have a community group on Facebook that you can find us at. It's Fit Mom in 30 Community Group. And we're always, you know, adding new people to that. But there you can chat with people in the community and even within what's really cool within our own community through the Kajabi app. You can ask us questions there. We get tons of questions on the videos, on specific things. You can chat with other people. And we saw a lot of that, especially in the core recovery program, which was cool. So lots of ways to get in touch with us and get in touch with other members. Yeah. But I think that's it. Carrie, did you have anything you wanted to add? You covered it. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. And until next time, bye, mamas. Bye. Thanks so much for hanging out with us today. You can find us on Instagram at fitmomin30. That's F-I-T-M-A-M-A-I-N-3-0. And let us know what you liked about this episode. We love hearing your feedback and what is resonating with you. You can always find the links and resources mentioned in the show on our website, www.fitmamain30.com, along with our programs for prenatal, postnatal, and beyond. Until next time, bye mamas. Bye.